In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Good morning, dearly beloved children of God, and welcome to Thursday in the 32nd week in the ordinary time of the church's year. Today being the 11th day of November 2021, we celebrate the memorial of St. Martin of Tours. Let us beg that the Spirit of God will come dwell in our hearts. Come, 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 Holy Ghost, come. Come, 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 Holy Ghost, come. Holy Ghost, come. Oh, come, oh, come. Holy Ghost, come. Oh, come, oh, come, come, come. Dearly beloved children of God, the title of my homily today is Wisdom, a bond of friendship with God. Wisdom, a bond of friendship with God. The first, first reading today is taken from the book of Wisdom, chapter 7, from verse 22 through chapter 8, verse 1. The gospel reading is taken from the gospel according to Luke, chapter 17, from verse 20 to verse 25. Like I said earlier, we are celebrating the memorial of St. Martin of Tours. So Martin of Tours was a bishop. Martin was born in Hungary in the year 316, but was raised in Italy, where he became a soldier and a Christian. He was still a catechumen when he de divided his cloak, giving half to a poor man. Later, he had a vision of Christ with that man's face. Eventually, Martin went to Gaul, where he found a monastery. In the year 372, he was made bishop of course, and until his death in 397, he used all his time and energy to spread the Christian faith in the countryside around Tours. This is the man we celebrate today. And like I said, the topic of our homily today is wisdom, a bond of a, a bond of friendship with God. This young man recognized through the gift of wisdom, even as a catechumen, at a very tender age in his faith commitment, he was able to recognize in the poor the person of Christ. Or put a better put, was able to help the poor for the sake of Christ, whose image he has had in his heart, in his mind, and whose word has become a guiding principle for his life. He experienced by the way of his living the constant presence of God through the gift of the Holy Spirit, the spirit of wisdom. And that was what enabled him to care for this poor man, which eventually, through the vision he received from God, indicated that it was Christ himself he offered that help. And that is why in the first reading today, wisdom is so praised. And the, the, the very features, the characteristics of wisdom were enumerated. And there are so many because wisdom is the source. 
Wisdom is the sustenance. Wisdom is the, um, if you like, that which keeps us in communion with God, in the presence of God, and keeps God present in us. Friends in Christ, the people, um, the Jewish people at the time of Jesus couldn't understand this and they lack wisdom that comes from on high, which is the Spirit of God, the third person of the Holy Trinity. And that is why they had issues with Jesus Christ. They couldn't understand the presence of God's kingdom in their midst through the person of Jesus Christ. And so they came asking Jesus when the kingdom of God is going to come into the world. They were confused about that. They couldn't believe. They couldn't recognize in Christ the presence of God, the presence of the kingdom of God, the presence of the power of God, the presence of the love of God, the presence of the mercy of God, the forgiveness of God, the reconciliation of God, and more importantly, the power that binds God to his people and God's people to God. So they were asking the Pharisees and the, those of the Jewish religious leaders and figures, when is the kingdom of God going to come? Meanwhile, Jesus, the prince of the kingdom of God, has come into the world to introduce, to inaugurate, to initiate the presence of God's kingdom in this world. So the, God, the kingdom of God is already present in the world, though not in its fullness. It will manifest in its fullness at the end of time. But Jesus has come. The, 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 if you like, the embodiment, the incarnation of the kingdom of God, the one who introduces the kingdom of God, the one who draws us into the kingdom of God, the one who makes us members of the kingdom of God, the one who makes us friends of God has come, but have failed to recognize in him this reality. And Jesus will tell his disciples, therefore, that they should not look forward like the Pharisees who are carried away by their folly, look forward to the manifestation of the kingdom of God in a very spectacular, dramatic, unusual way. God is God. He does whatever pleases him. He comes to us in simple ways, in un unexpected manners. He does his work, not all the time, in a mighty way. He comes in a very gentle manner, in a very humble manner, to introduce himself, to express himself, to be with us, to show forth his glory in our lives. The circumstances of life, the experiences you have with people, the encounters you have with those you deal with in your day-to-day -day life, especially strangers, the people that are weak, those at the margin of the society, the aged, the poor, the nobodies, the strangers, the rejected, can become occasions of God coming to you with the presence of his kingdom to encounter you and to absorb you into his kingdom. But most often than not, we fail to recognize God's presence in all of this because we lack the wisdom that comes from above. When you have the wisdom of God with the Spirit of God, you are able to identify the kingdom of God and the presence of God in any guise or form that it manifests itself.
Jesus is the fullness of the kingdom of God. And the manifestation of Jesus Christ to humanity is the manifestation of the kingdom of God to humanity. The coming of Jesus Christ to, 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 to humanity is the coming of the kingdom of God to humanity. Now, the question is, are we able to still recognize and relate with Jesus Christ in our present day society? Or are we waiting for when we see him in person? Coming in his glory, we in the in the company of multitude of angels and saints, he will definitely come in that form. But even before that, dear child of God, he is already in our midst and he comes to us every day of our lives. That difficult situation you are going through today, that misfortune you might have suffered, those troubling situations you have found yourself, you found others in. Those who are going through different difficulties and challenges, these may be vessels God is using to come to you and it manifests the presence of his kingdom to you. Are you able to look beyond the circumstances of life to see the hand of God behind the circumstances of life? Those blessings you are joining today, the new job, the new wife, your children, your com com companions, your colleagues may become vessels and channels God is using to bring you into his kingdom, experiencing his divine presence. Are you able to see beyond the need to celebrate the presence of God behind the reason for your celebration? God still manifests himself to us. We need the wisdom from on high. We need the spirit of God to be able to understand that the presence of God is constantly with us. In our good times and in our bad times. In our joys and in our sorrows. In our pains and in our happiness. God is with us. We need the presence. We need the spirit of God. The spirit of wisdom to be able to comprehend and understand this. And appreciate it. And appropriate or rather, you know, um, apply ourselves better and rightly so to the presence of this kingdom of God, which is already in our midst. If we recognize the presence of God's kingdom in our midst, we shall have a better world because we shall live as those who live in the kingdom of God, celebrating and living out the values of the kingdom of God. Dear child of God, do not wait. For the time when this world will come to an end, when you hear the big trumpet blast, before you know that the kingdom of God is already here with us. Christ is with us. Martin encountered him in the poor to whom he gave that part of his clue. He is with us in all things and at all times. The kingdom of God has become, you know, fully initiated and inaugurated in our world of today. We, the children of God, are to spread this kingdom of God to every nook and cranny of the universe. We, the children of God, are to bring others into the presence of God in this kingdom. We, the children of God, are to become ambassadors and disciples and stewards of this kingdom. But we cannot effectively be that unless... We have the gift of the wisdom of God, the Spirit of God. And the Spirit of God cannot dwell in a sinful soul. So we must make every effort, therefore, to keep away from sin. For 
innocence is the fertility, fertile ground that causes the wisdom of God to grow and breed in us. We pray therefore for the grace of total self-surrender and total self-dedication to God that through our innocence and holiness, of course, aided by the grace of God, we may experience the indwelling of the wisdom of God the Spirit of God himself. And since he is our bond of friendship with God, we may remain in the friendship of God all the days of our life, experiencing the fullness of his kingdom through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Be assured of my prayers and my blessings always.